Tell Me Anything, the podcast where I invite comedians to tell me something they've never told anybody uh, before. And with me today, I'm very excited because we have the very funny Ever Maynard. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. We're doing a squat challenge. Yeah. Ever recently <laughs> uh, challenge. Well, it's not a challenge. Not a challenge, Everything but on the encourage. internet is a challenge. Um, yeah. But you encourage a bunch of people to join you in doing 100 squats a day. Yeah. But I also stressed, be sure to do reverse lunges. Did you say that? I missed it. What's a reverse lunge? It's a long thread. It's like instead of going forward in a lunge, you go backwards. But the the lady that I work out with was like, the hamstrings. She's Bulgarian. So I can't do it right. (laughs) She's like, the hamstrings are very hungry muscles. So do reverse lunges. And that'll also help lift the butt. Gotcha. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like squats is a good. E- I, so I like easy single serving workouts. Yeah, because um, nice. I always fall off working out when I have to do like everything. I used to be better when I was a kid. Oh yeah, which is the wrong time to care about that. Oh, I've never <laughs> been good. <laughs> I'm like I wish I had that kind of like willpower as an adult. Like when you're a kid, you have such good met- metabolism. Do that's we? Like, well, when you're growing, I was always a big bone kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're growing just in general, like yeah, uh, my you bones. you as a person are like expanding. So it's uh it's you just have all this energy. Yeah. And now I'm like I don't care. <laughs> Look, every day my mom got me a Slurpee and then a Reese's Pieces two pack peanut butter cups from elementary school to eighth grade. And then I went home and I ate a bowl of cereal. <laughs> nice. So oh, yeah. my metabolism was <laughs> garbage. <laughs> Wait, I, I've missed snack time. That was the thing. You came home from school and just got to eat. That was yeah. like, I feel like people don't do that anymore. Anyways, this is besides the point. Um, well, this is a podcast about confessions, but I mm-hmm. like to start every podcast with a good confession because not all secrets are bad. So do you have something good you want to confess? Yeah. I mean, the squat challenge, I was actually going to confess about that. <laughs> I encourage people to do that. But at first I was really just trolling that group. <laughs> <laughs> I love to, I do, yeah. I love to troll it. If I love the trolls, <laughs> but it's always like something positive. Yeah, yeah. Well, or unless it's about a pan. Yeah, but. I was gonna do about a pan, and then I was like, let's do squats, and then people took it seriously, and I was like, yeah, tight. We're doing squats, and it's actually been really encouraging and fun for me. Yeah. So there, that, that's a positive secret. So people it, have been, people have been like texting you about. When they've done it. Well, they've been posting on the thread. That's true. And it's been really nice to see everybody encourage everybody. And and even when people are like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. People are like, you can do whatever you can do. And that's enough. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's, why that's I nice. I feel like a bit of a fraud, but... Uh, now you have to do it every day. <laughs> I have been doing it. <laughs> that's true. But I also include reverse lunges. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you have a trainer? No, I just work out at this little gym that... Like they have workout classes. Oh, cool! So it's not very busy. So the the leader, or I guess it's the trainer, the instructor, kind of gives one on one while you're oh, training. That's great. So that's great. That's well, fun. that's a that's a great confession. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a it's uh, a ripple confession. You you influence a lot of people. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of confessions, there's this. Uh, I don't know if you saw this in the uh, in the Twitter sphere, but there was this guy who tweeted about. A coworker's lunch that got someone. <gasps> yeah, Did you see this? Shrimp. Okay, I wanted to talk about it because I felt like it was related. So there's actually he's a comedian, Zach Toscani, in LA. But he tweeted, "Coworker got his lunch stolen, and they've agreed to let him watch the security camera tape." This is the most excited I've ever been at any job ever. 
ever. And then he goes on and uh, live tweets the whole situation, and it's pretty insane. Yeah, the lady, like, just throws it away. Yeah, some some coworker, female coworker at the office throws, is caught on camera throwing away um, this guy's, like, shrimp fried rice. <laughs> she doesn't eat it or anything. She just takes it out of the fridge, throws it away. I feel like she must have known it was his. Like, it's yeah, all very calculated. And then everybody in the office found out. And then HR sent an email that was like, please don't throw away people's lunches. And she said, who would report that to HR? <laughs> so she makes him look like a little bitch. Yeah, when but everybody else is guilty. like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how people do. You know, yeah. some people, instead of, like, taking responsibility, they put it on the other person. That's true. I also think from both sides of that story, it could be very funny. Like, the live tweeting of it was funny. The guy if the guy told that story, just his side would be funny. Uh, but also, if the girl was like, I ha- fucking hate these people I work with, and just to troll them, I threw this guy's <laughs> yeah. lunch away. That's also funny to me. <laughs> like, if I was just like, oh, yeah, they sent out an email, and it was like, I don't care, fuck you. Like, I'm never going to stop. <laughs> that's also very funny. <laughs> I don't know. People had theories that they were, like, dating or something, which I, but I'm like, that's so um, savage. I feel like that's too obvious. Because she must have just seen it and was like, this has been in here for forever. No, he just put it in. Oh. Like it was, it was like warm. within half an hour wow. of him ordering oh. it. Yeah, that was the crazy thing. It's like he ordered. And I think he, it's happened before. Maybe. I'm, I, I think he was like fed up. But he. Uh, maybe that's her way to power trip. Maybe. Yeah, maybe she's a sociopath. Maybe she's like, I don't fucking like shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then afterwards, the, Zach oh, um, yeah, yeah. orders shrimp fried rice for the for the office or something and it gives one to her and she takes it happily eats it and goes I love shrimp fried rice although he is a comedian so you know we don't necessarily know if that's true well we gotta get to the bottom of that (laughs) call him up (laughs) yeah roll the tape (laughs) yeah I wanna see this yeah prove it (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know it's crazy I thought you were about to tell me that that was all a big lie it could be I don't know I think it was real but a nice uh, viral lie (laughs) yeah but people like to uh, people like to exaggerate things have you ever live tweeted anything crazy yeah. like that? Sammy was there when I found him uh, for this like Pennsylvania like small town newspaper, uh-huh. and he writes the obituaries and then like opinion articles, oh, and it's all like my wife is annoying is yours, and oh, like no. this article is for men only. And I, I can't stop like reading his articles and posting them. Oh, how so did that's you not really them? live tweeting? I was researching something. And I guess one of his articles had the, oh, I was researching um, like race cars mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was a Saturday afternoon, who cares? <laughs> and he wrote an article about race cars. Oh, okay. And so like Google search like, was like, finding. look at this. <laughs> and I was like, I will look at this. Honestly, it became a joy for, for Sammy and I. I do love when you find like opinion articles sometimes like one will go viral there was that one about the guy oh the guy who said like um what like how to talk to a woman wearing headphones and that went viral but then you it was like a douchey pickup artist guy that was like you gotta act like you're asking a question and then she'll take out her headphones and then you'll be like do you want my number ew that's not real (laughs) it was real gross (laughs) but he but then like with things like that i always We'll go look at the other stuff that person's written, and it's it is funny because it's like usually it be a lot of garbage, but you can kind of see their personality. They'll kind of repeat stuff. He's written stuff like um, like stuff like that, like overly aggressive male stuff, but also like how to get her back, like how to know if she still loves you, and it's like really sad. 
Because yeah. <laughs> this is just a sad man. Yeah, he's a sad man. That's okay. <laughs> so is Gary. <laughs> oh, man. Um, he well, just had knee surgery. He just, oh, you're like his number one fan now. I mean, I've dug did, deep a couple of years. Did you find him on Twitter? I bet he has a Twitter. Oh, I haven't. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to find, I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you don't want to. It's like a fantasy of a Gary Church He's probably fantasy. a terrible, sh- shitty person. And <laughs> he you might don't... be a nice, ignorant be. man. <laughs> he just doesn't know. Yeah, there's like, I was looking, um, I was for, sometimes for the podcast I'll do games with, um, craigslist and i was mm-hmm. looking I, I didn't do it for this one from craigslist but i was looking on the rants section and so many of them it's hard to find a like a regular rant because so many of them are just like angry people yelling about politics and i didn't like know a, there was a rant section there is, craigslist. there's just a rants and raves but it's like any it's just like a whiteboard of whatever you want to write uh actually a whiteboard because there's a lot of white supremacists on it no but no but there's a lot of stuff like that just like very surprised. angry but yelling into a void of like i hate blah, 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 blah. And you're like <laughs> what the fuck like why is this your life but anyways um yeah so speaking of um confessions is this do you uh have like a confidant like how do you usually if you have like secrets or things you need to talk about do you go to therapy or what's your sort of number one go-to oh way I- to express I've been writing a lot of Twitter poetry about my Macy's card. <laughs> that's been really, <laughs> that's been really expressive. Is it a new Macy's card? <laughs> I finally got in the mail. Um, I tell I tell my roommate, my one of my best friends, uh-huh. uh, Sammy. Um, I'll. I mean, if I can, if it's like something really heavy, then I'll call my mom. Uh, I talk to my mom a lot actually about things. That's nice. Yeah. I wish I could talk to my mom. I feel like my mom gets upset that I don't talk to her. So then sometimes I'll try to, like, cre- like I don't know, not, like, create anything. But I'll be like, oh, here's something that will feel like I'm telling her something. Oh, yeah. So but she feels included in your yeah, life. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly complaint. And then I realize I'm just calling her to complain about um, uh, your auditions. Life. <laughs> and, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, I should listen to her talk. And yeah. I'm like, I gotta run. <laughs> like, oh, I'm the worst. Bye, mom. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's yeah. a lot with me. Like, mom, I'm sad. Okay, well, anyways, gotta go. <laughs> She's like, just about to start her story. <laughs> She's like, well, here's my day. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> you're like, oh, mom. mom, come on. You're dragging me down. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that. I have a twin sister, and I used to do that um, where I, with piggyback rides, I would ask her for a piggyback ride, and then she'd be like, oh, I'd be like, I'll give you one if you give me one too. And then I'm like, you have to go first. And then so she'd do it and then it would be my turn. And then she'd get on my back and just be like, you're too heavy. And then I just. Ooh, nasty. <laughs> you're mean. Down. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really guilty about it for a very long time. Um, eventually she just stopped believing me. But for a while I would just be like, no, no, this time <gasps> I promise. Oh, <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, I know those types of people. I don't like them. Well, you know, also I think this I'm pretty young and stuff. I thought you were turning away to leave. I am. Just, ever just got up and stormed off. Get out of this. Um, no, I, I mean, I'm sure it was connected. To, I always felt like my sister was like better in school than me. And a lot of other things. Teacher and lesson then. A little bit. I think I was insecure. I was very young. I think like six or seven. But um, yeah, and my mom used to always just uh, uh, just compare us. But I don't think she did on purpose. She tried not to, but then I would like notice it because if we got in a fight, she'd always be like, did you start it, Teresa? Well, you know why? It's because your sister talks to your mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> my sister tells my mom everything. Yeah. <laughs> She'll tell her stuff. And I have to specifically be like, don't tell mom this when I tell my sister stuff. Because oh. she's, she's like... Well, no. I don't know. I just tell her everything. I'm like, well, there's certain things I don't want you to tell her. I know. Come on. <laughs> Hang on. I got a burp. 
<laughs> wow. Excuse me. So rude. Edit no, that one out. <laughs> nah, it's good. Burps are healthy. Okay, sorry, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> she just ran out of the room. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, look, I opened up my heart and told you my secret. So, uh, is there anything you want to tell me? Yeah. Um, well, two things. One of them I realized in, um, elementary school in like the third or fourth grade, we had to do like creative writing and in like, um, a drawing and this kid had an idea for Apple man. (laughs) And I said, no. <laughs> That's my idea. You took his idea? I took his idea and I put my own twist on it in the Hollywood way. What was Apple Man? Oh, he just had this idea of the name or was there a whole... Well, he was like, I want to do a superhero called Apple Man. I was like, That's what I'm doing. And he was like, No, you're not. And I was like, Yes, I am. So I had Apple Man and Spaghetti Man. <laughs> I think. I can't remember the specifics, but it's really come up recently in the past couple months where I'll lay in bed at night and really fixate on this. And I got a lot of praise for my story. I mean, it was a good story. And the teacher during like parent-teacher conference was like, look how creative your daughter is. And I was like, I'm very creative. And I stole it from my classmate. I mean, that is Haunted that means me. you have, a, much like many Hollywood execs, uh, you know how to take ideas and make uh, them better. I don't what did he end up writing? Yeah, way to do a positive <laughs> spin on that one. You know what? He wasn't going to do anything with it anyways. I'm the one that polished this story. Well, the different, I guess the difference is you actually are aware you did that. I feel like whenever people in Hollywood get accused of taking ideas, they're always like, I never heard that. And, and it's, it's like, like you were at you were the play. It. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I don't remember it. And you're like, but well, I do believe some of those people actually black it out. Like there's just so, there's a cognitive in their head. dissonance. Yeah, that they're yeah. like, no, I came up with it. I had a dream. Yeah, I had a dream. No, you this, had a pitch meeting. This man pitch. <laughs> <laughs> you actually took a pitch meeting with me. That's so weird. You were in my oh, dream. Yeah. <laughs> you were in my dream. Weird. I knew this day was going to happen. It must have been a premonition. <laughs> They're probably all just high during their meeting so they can be like, well, it was it came out of a drug-induced trip. I got high and then I just had this vision where some man came in my office. Yeah, and was like, I have this great idea for Apple Man and Spaghetti Man. <laughs> I don't know what he did, that kid. He didn't try, try to write a better one. You were just He just accepted defeat. I mean, I was a pretty big bone gal. I don't think he <laughs> yeah, was going to fight me for it. Were you, did you, you get physical? You're like, I'm going to take this idea. <laughs> Sit down, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember actually fighting anyone, but I do remember just being a presence. <laughs> I always used to want to be a tomboy. I thought it was a oh really cool, yeah. But I was never good at sports, and I thought you have to be good at sports. No, you don't to be have to tomboy. be good at sports. <laughs> so it was sort of like the tomboys at my school were very oh. good. Like they all played like softball and soccer, and would like have all these like medals. And uh, and then I was like very afraid of the ball. I was oh. afraid of most all the balls. And I <laughs> and I like when we played soccer, I would like want to be goalie, but I would just so that I didn't have to be near the ball and mm-hmm. most of the time it would just be on the other side of the field and when it came oh, to me nice. i would like duck and <laughs> people oh, hated it you're the worst <laughs> i really am but then i you know i don't know i dance which is, there's no balls oh in dance, yeah so, that's yeah. fun yeah yeah but <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't play sports but you're no a i did oh you did but, but you don't have to be good at them but you weren't you but you enjoyed them and you were oh yeah it, I did passionate sh- about them i did like volleyball and basketball and track in middle school it's a small school so that's that was it and then in high school i did shot put discus and powerlifting nice <laughs> wow <laughs> i just just raw manly sports raw and then like 
there was powerlifting in uh, high school. Yeah, I had to like f- scram my like, body uh, into like a like... tiny little suit. Oh. It's a compression suit, so yeah. you actually oh, wow. and like the shirts. Like it takes people to put it on you. How much do you lift in high school? It's, I mean, is it the same as I don't know? I don't no, know. Not now. Whenever I, I watch mean, those I, videos, I it's like uh, the, so. I mean, the videos you see are like insane, like amounts and like yeah. like people like crumble under it. I think the most I got was like one seventy five in bench. Wow. And, and I, high school that sounds girl. like a lot. Like, can like you a, bench press? Whole person. Yeah, I was like, that's actually a lot. <laughs> yeah. And the other day I tried to do a bench press and it was just the bar, and I was like, oh, <laughs> how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> but yeah, I did that. I really loved discus and shot. But sometimes I think now that I'm older, I probably have more coordination over my body. Mm-hmm. Th- this audience is loving the story. They love it. Yeah, we have a live <laughs> studio <laughs> audience. <laughs> I think that maybe I could be better at it now that I know. You know, yeah, I do think as you get older, it's sort of like um, the technique you spend so many years on in childhood sports or activities kind of just becomes ingrained in you. Because I feel that way about dance. I don't, I mean, I can't really physically, like I'm not as athletic anymore, but like I still remember the form. So if I trained back to that, um, like, you know, I'd have to stretch and get the muscles back to the strength. But I think I would remember the technique. I bet you would. there's but no is. doubt in my mind. <laughs> I mean, I'd still be pretty mediocre at it, but I could get back to mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Yeah. So that one's been weighing, you know, because you don't ever want to feel uncreative. Yeah, but you, so did you ever tell anybody? Or, or, no. And, and This you got is the first time I'm, it. Admitting, I'm admitting it. Wow. And also really brave. remembering it. But it's been sitting on you. Did you go on to write more creative fiction, or were you so scarred by the shame that you... I mean, I'm going to take a break. (laughs) I definitely took a break. I think that I was like, for classics, you know, whatever I would write. But Mm -hmm. then I did my own things after that. But I remember Apple Man and like Spaghetti Man or Spaghetti Boy. I don't remember the specifics, but it was like a big class presentation thing. And that's where I, I mean, I made up my own story. I just took his character. Took his ideas. Yeah. Well, I'm curious as to, because I feel like with kids, when kids do stuff like that, they're not fully understanding what they're doing is usually spawned by like an impulse or something. There's mm-hmm. some something behind it driving it. Um, I don't know if you remember, but w- was it? I mean, clearly you're a very talented writer. You're a very funny comedian now. But uh, back then, was it something that you were like, I want to be good at this, but maybe it's easier if I take somebody else's idea because if I no. fail or if it's not good, then uh, it's not even mine to begin with. Oh no, I I, w- I don't think I would have put those two together. I think I was like. Yeah, I could see a fruit as a superhero. That's a good idea. I I recognized that that kid had a creative good idea. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, I want to do that too. <laughs> and then I feel terrible. But it definitely, because I've been like like meditating and like trying to go back like to unlock like yeah. past things. And like journaling or whatever. Yeah, And that <laughs> came up. And I was like, oh, subconsciously. I must have been holding on to this, and now the guilt. Now, now that it's coming it up, thank you so much for this opportunity <laughs> of letting this guilt go. But I, w- I, I hope I wasn't thinking. Well, if I fail, it's this kid's idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> just have like l- super low self esteem on top of it. Well, not a so low self esteem. I mean, a little bit of insecurity. But all kids have some type of insecurity. It's sort of uh, it's a defense mechanism to to get out of your comfort zone. I think a little bit is healthy. I mean, then. Obviously, you deal with it as a kid, right? So that when you're an adult, ideally you let it go. But you know, we're comedians, so most of us still have 
have not let it go. No. Um, (laughs) but I think as a kid, it's, I do think when kids do stuff like that, it is different, um, than when adults do it because you're sort of supposed to make a mistake to learn and that's the time to learn. Yeah. You're right. I don't feel bad anymore. Actually, yeah. I mean, I think it's good you recognize it, but but if you continue doing that into your adulthood, I think the shame, not shame, but the guilt you felt, um, is actually good because that's how you came to that on your own, right? Nobody guilted you for it. Nobody was like, you shouldn't have done this. So that means you grew just through lear- doing it. Do, doing it and, and learning it. Did you ever do anything like that again? No. Oh. That was the only time. Because <laughs> I did feel bad. I was like, oh, this praise doesn't feel good. Yeah. Because it's not for me. That is crazy that we, we just have these built-in um, sort of like moral compasses. Like, if, mm-hmm. I don't know. Are, are you religious at all? Uh, I used to be. I used to. Because I grew up in a small town in Texas. Uh-huh. So it was like. you. Everyone you, went to church. Yeah. yeah. And. um like I didn't meet my first like Jewish person until uh-huh. I moved to Chicago, and I was like, "Whoa, what's all this?" And they're <laughs> what's like, "All this? <laughs> what do you mean? What's all this?" <laughs> you're like circling them. What is all this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so like everybody had to be yeah a little religious, but in terms of believing in like uh like right and not right and wrong isn't the right um thing I. I guess but like a, a higher being or like a source yeah, a or like sense a pilot. Of like are people do you, like are people born good or bad or are we blank slates? I think that we're born good. I think we're inherently good. Mm-hmm. You don't think that? No, I well I don't know because you kind of gave me a little smirk. I'm not sure. I sometimes I go back and forth between ve- being very existential and thinking like nothing. We're all just start blank slates, but we are affected by the people around us. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. But I also go, like, with this story, it just came from within. And I've had moments like that, too, where I've been like, well, this is a, feels like a victimless crime or whatever. I can get away with it. And then I feel guilty. I'm like, where is that coming from? It's, like, inside. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess I'm trying to say there's something internal that guides us. But I don't know if it's connected to high I'm not super religious. I go back and forth between wanting to believe in like some sort of universe or like energy that come, mm-hmm. come, uh, brings us all together. I definitely but. believe in something like that, but I don't necessarily believe like when I think of like religious, I think of unfortunately Christianity and like sure. the rigorous like rules and like mm-hmm. the things you have to follow. And I, I don't consider it like my mom would just die if she heard this, but I don't really consider myself <laughs> a Christian, but I uh-huh. believe in God. I, I think that there was a Jesus. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I don't necessarily like. It's weird because I was like the leader of the fellowship of Christian athletes. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> power lifting my way to Christ, <laughs> lifting them higher, yeah. higher. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't necessarily feel like I feel like if Christianity was at its root, like love is love and love is good and mm-hmm. we do right instead of like shame. I feel sure. like there's too much shame now. Yeah, like they. It's just like, we're born evil and we got to pray to be good. Yeah, they use fear. A lot of religions use fear to keep people in line because they're afraid that you'll stop believing or stop donating. Yes. (laughs) 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 Wake up. (laughs) We are your wake up call. And it started with Apple Man and Spaghetti Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember? Because I I actually was thinking about this recently. Do you remember the first time you sort of like like, uh, became aware of your own like integrity of like oh this is something that's like beyond my line or whatever like did you ever stop yourself from doing something like that as you got older where you were like I could do I could do this thing but I'm just not doing it because of qualms in my own head not because someone's telling me not to I can't I think it's more the other way because I can't think of a moment where I've been like I could take this headphone Mm -hmm. 
but I better not. Like, you know, I've never been in something like that. But where I have been, like once I moved from Texas to Chicago, it was like, wait, I can get drunk and live a life and have experiences. (laughs) And that was like a weird way to like, am I a bad person from doing this? So I guess it's I've had the reverse. I live like coming from like especially small town Texas, like conservatism. Right. Like, you can't do this. You can't be gay. Like, it took me a long time. Like, I knew I was gay. I remember going to University of Mary Hart in Baylor. They had, a th- they had like, psychologists. You know, you can go, like, to see students for cheaper. Oh, yeah, like peer counseling. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and I was going to go in and talk about this when I was, like, 18 or 19, but it's mm-hmm. also, like, a Christian university, and I just started crying and I left. And I started remembering this memory and then I put it down then I came out I was like I'm bi and then it was like because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say gay right but I am gay I just could, so everybody knows <laughs> I am gay <laughs> I didn't I, I couldn't say you? I was bi because I didn't know I just there was so I mean now there's more visibility but I think yeah. there wasn't a lot for like when I thought of bi people I thought of like you know music video girls who were like making out with girls like Tight. I was like well that, I know that's pretty cool um <laughs> but I but it didn't occurred to me that you could just be both like I identified with gay people and with straight people but not with bi people if that makes sense which it doesn't because it's yeah in your own way but (laughs) yeah but it's like you're not putting the stigma of that title on it right so I went back and forth for a while well I I for a while, I was just like, well, I must be straight and also it wasn't having sex so I was like, it doesn't matter but but then when I started having sex I was like, I must be gay and then I went that way and then I was like well, now I'm straight. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to oh, accept that I'm both. It's yeah, fine. yeah, that's cool. I was like, that sounds really confusing for a little while. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, I have to pick. I can't <laughs> You don't have to pick. That's yeah. the beauty of it. What yeah. about you? Was there ever a time that you were like, oh, I better not do this? Like, yeah, actually, it's a really dumb one. I don't know if this is the first time, but I remember, I can't remember when. It must have been like in high school. It, in my like uh, schools growing up, they did the whole thing where um, in elementary school, like every month they'll give awards for like character traits like cooperation um honesty things like mm-hmm. that i think they do that at a lot of schools yeah but uh the one that always stood out to me was like integrity because mm-hmm. when i learned that word i was like "Ooh, big word they were like it's kind of like honesty but it's not because it's not about telling the truth it's about like an internal compass of like always doing the right thing because it's the right thing not because you'll get in trouble and i was like whoa that's so cool yeah and then for some reason that word stuck with me and then i just remember being like i must have integrity i was such a huge nerd and then um in high school i just remember it's the dumbest thing but this is the memory i have is uh with littering because people used to litter a lot this was pre like all the green um, movements movement yeah so people would just litter and it was like a cool thing to do at my middle school to just be like haha i'm gonna litter wow it was weird like so weird that we were doing that (laughs) i can't even imagine that now but then um the green movement was starting and uh and then uh, al gore made that documentary and then i remember just being like i don't it doesn't matter if it's cool like it's bad and then i just it's such a dumb thing to be like my integrity kicked in with littering yeah but that's great that's where it started i remember just being like uh, if I didn't have any, like, even if the trash can was far away, I had to, like, hold on to it. And I'd have this instinct to be like, I'll just drop it. It's fine. Nobody will know. But then I'd be like, no, this is bad for the environment. You'll know. And then I started even overcompensating. And if I saw litter, like, I would pick it up and throw it away. Oh, wow. That's which nice. very weird. I don't know. I think it was like, my, I could feel my brain kind of, like, growing a little. I'd mm-hmm. be like, 
I want to be this person who just makes the world better. Yeah. Um, but now, I mean, I've settled more into like, I'm not like aggressively like, guys, don't There's litter. There's so much litter but, in LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, that's a, like, a lot of work. Like, I'll do something if, you know, if I happen to see it or something, but uh, yeah. I don't like go on my way to be like, I must clean the world up. <laughs> also, it's gross out here. Like, it is. <laughs> I, like, I get where you're coming from, like wanting to pick up, but then out here, it's like, oh. Yeah, that's no true. Way. It is, yeah, you do cross the threshold where you're like, well, now it's hard to care because then you care too much i I haven't even been thinking about that i feel like as a teen you feel like your um your influence on the world is so much bigger than it is tell me about it right but then (laughs) you get older and you actually do have more power and that's when people start settling in and like Like just let things go and you're like no but this is the time i could make all those changes yeah so i don't know it's like it's kind of crazy because those now we see like a high school class, unfortunately, with all those like shootings yeah. actually making yeah, they're a difference. Actually doing it, and <laughs> it's just like oh, I feel bad now. Like we, right. but we still have the potential to keep doing things, and like, but it's it's weird now to see like someone much much younger than us mm-hmm. pick up a uh, what is it? What do they call it? Like a a tor- like a. They're they're like leading the way, like a oh, lantern. Light the torch. Like, yeah, they're and we're yeah. like, oh, yeah, of course, I'm gonna, the, the, of course, yeah. Like, I hope that makes sense. Well, yeah, I think sense. that's why I was thinking about this because of the Parkland teens, and I was thinking how it's hot Parkland when, teens. Those hot teens, they're real hot right now. I love hot teens. But just, <laughs> it does sound like a CW Here's show. Here's a confession: Parkland teens, hot teens. Oh God. <laughs> Do you remember Girls Gone Wild? Those commercials, oh, the videos, yeah. they were like infomercials. They were yeah. <laughs> They just played on TV. Yeah, but they covered the boobs up. They did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of hot teens, I used to um, we like I used to uh uh, look at like uh, we had a lot of art books, and my mom was like very into art, so she'd buy these like books with you know like Renaissance art, and then Mm -hmm. I'd see the naked pictures like oh boobs, and my mom was like it's art, and so then I thought all naked bodies were art because she would be like. It's art. It's not, they're naked, but it's art. And then um, once there was, oh, I think it was in, in second grade, there was an uh, art project where we had newspapers and we were cutting things up. And there was like a kind of like a sexy ad for like a call girl. And everyone's like, ha and laughing at it. And like, oh my gosh, she's the hat. Like, she was like an urn where she's naked. And I was like, guys, it's art. Oh, <laughs> and awesome. And then my teacher <laughs> was like, guys, put that away. And, like, and you're like, it's art. Yeah. I was like, it's art. My mom says it's art. <laughs> <laughs> I was such a nerd. <laughs> you guys, no. No, she's just, it's just art. She's sucking that guy's dick. It's art. Hey. <laughs> Can be. Yeah. I guess. I've never sucked a dick. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man. I used to, yeah, well, I, I didn't have sex for a long time, so... I sucked a lot of dicks, but <laughs> now you gotta make up for and it. Now I try not to. Now you're like, okay, <laughs> now all I'm right, like, I've go. done my dues. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't need to, I don't need to. Let's go find a college girl. <laughs> yeah, see ya. <laughs> you want that? I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I used to laugh at when girls would complain about sucking dicks. I'd be like, it's so fun. And then and then now I'm like, oh no, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to pretend I like this. God, yeah. I don't know. I can't relate. I'm trying to relate so hard with this. No. And I'm just like, well. Well, I think in college there's something about just like feeling uh, desired that's fun. Oh. So there, I, I like, not to be like, I don't feel desired, but like there's, you know, when you're like young and exploring your body and like yeah. out in the world, there is something sexy about just like having someone want you. Yeah. So I can't, I do think 
it maybe was more enjoyable back then because the guy college boys would just be more into it and yeah. now it's sort of just like a, oh y'all could you do this and you're like oh, <laughs> ew no. that's not how, is that how it happens <laughs> no it's not but you know guys, <laughs> guys get more jaded as they get older too oh, you know man. and we all do and and we figure out what we like and we're like all right i don't want to do that i'll do this i don't want to mm-hmm. do that you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well, the world is Anyways, open up for me the world. <laughs> 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 sorry <laughs> Anyways, got off track from uh, Apple Man. <laughs> from <laughs> Apple Man, yeah. Um, I I've never done plagiarizing with uh, writing, but I I have cheated on tests before. Oh, I cheat on tests all the time. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't feel guilty about that. No. So there's something about the fact that it was an original idea yes. that made you feel more guilty. Yeah. So you you put and more shamed. value on creativity than mm-hmm. than just. So it wasn't about even getting a good grade. It was no. just about having a good idea. Mm-hmm. It's about that's being really able to be creative. Be able, yeah. But which you are, though. That's the thing. You turn am out I? to be very creative. Yeah. I mean, you work in the arts. You're a I'm an artist. You are. I you're have a great actress. Hair. You're a, a comedian, a writer. Do you still write? Yeah. Yeah. Besides comedy, obviously. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you obviously had that in you. So there was something that drove you to want to like, feel that. You know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Did Thanks. you guys have young author fa- young authors fairs in elementary school? Like scholastic book fairs? They have, well, we had a young authors fair, which was um, like a contest. Like people would write short stories and oh, then no. compete to win. No. No. We never had that. We did have like accelerated reader points contests. Did you I, ever write anything school. else uh, in elementary school that you remember? No. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I love hearing about people's uh, like short stories they wrote as a kid. Oh, really? Tell me it's one fun. of yours. I, I wrote really dumb stuff. I wrote one called The Big Bang Theory? The real big no, <laughs> the real Big Bang, about a bunch of rabbits who lived. I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, but um, a bunch of rabbits lived on a planet, and then uh, their planet was going to be destroyed, mm. and so they like self-sacrificed, and then th- the world blew up, and uh, that was the real Big Bang. Wow, <laughs> intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, what a great concept for an idea. I just see this you on just, deadline. I'm like, the real Big Bang by Ever Maynard. <laughs> I don't know. I've never met Teresa. I mean, a podcast. I don't know if that's me. <laughs> what would you do if you heard someone doing like a joke of yours on stage? I've heard, I've heard that happens to people and I'm like... I think, like, in Chicago, I never really heard my joke. I've definitely seen, like, newer comics rip off more established comics Oh, like, in people Chicago. with specials, and you're like, that's been on no, TV? No, even local guys. <laughs> oh, really? I can't remember this dude's God. name, but he was doing that, and then finally people were like, that's my material you're doing. Stop. Um, I've never had anybody take my material, no. That I know of, yeah. you know? I don't know what I would do. It's my karma. I think I... I, I think I wouldn't say anything, even though I feel like I would say something if I saw my friend's material being done. Yeah. I would just feel weird about it. I don't know. There were instances where, like, there were a lot of jokes that mirrored each other, and it oh, was yeah. just, like, oh, creative. Pro- parallel like, thinking. Yeah, yeah, parallel thinking. But but I wouldn't say that I've I've seen someone just, like, outright rip off my joke. Yeah. I would good. fight them, I think. I would probably <laughs> choke them. <laughs> You'd find me I like know, the winner. I, I, I don't you must it. quit. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna like somebody's gonna be like, and she said she's violent. No, no, no. Uh, no. You can't can't be safe on the internet That's anymore. That's true. Well, no, this you can say. I feel like 
I don't know. That's a that I think that's a straw man argument when you hear bloggers like like you can't say anything. I think people. Well, I'm a male rights activist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well, safe. You know? <laughs> no, but I do think a lot of times when you hear like people are outraged, a lot of it is uh, somebody already wanting to write a story about how people are outraged. Oh, so yeah. they find like three tweets about something. And it's not, it's never actually like that many people care. I mean, no. once in a while, like, sure, there are some things that p- people say that really cross the line, especially the people in the White House right now. But just in general, like with like comedians and actors, yeah. I don't think people care that much. Except on Craigslist rants. Yeah, except on <laughs> Craigslist rants. Oh, God. They're all just one person. It's all <laughs> yeah. just Donald Trump. Thank you for sharing that story oh, ever. Thanks for having um, me. And thank you for your bravery because <laughs> it was very honest. And honestly, it's especially in this industry, it's a, such a relatable thing. And a lot of people as adults wouldn't be able to admit that. So I think it's great that you can admit that. Well, thank you for providing such a safe space <laughs> and allowing me to share my story and to give me such great counseling. And reflect what I needed to hear back to me. <laughs> do I do that? I feel like uh, somebody told me recently that um, when uh, when they complain about things that I often just offer real quick solutions and make them feel dumb for complaining. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. But I do think I often like to add a thing to it to be like, good, oh. now this. Instead of just being like, hmm, great. <laughs> I definitely didn't feel like that. But I definitely felt like, you're right. I shouldn't feel bad about this. Yeah, it was because a long time ago. Because I already felt bad about it. You already did. You did your time. That was the punishment. Yeah. All along was just to feel guilty. Which you did. And I you absolved it. it. Yeah. So there we go. Free. Thank you, Father. You're, <laughs> free. you're welcome. I've always, it's always been a dream to be called Father. Um, <laughs> I do think people should stop saying Daddy and just start saying Father. Father? Yes. Hello, Father. <laughs> um, well, I want to play a game. I like to end every podcast with a quick game. Um, this one is called No Comment. This one's a p- more personal one. Sometimes I do celebrity ones, but I wanted to switch it up. Okay. So, so I'm going to ask you seven questions in that are personal, that are yes or no questions, and you can answer yes, no, or no comment. Mm. If you don't want to answer, you can say no comment. If you answer no comment, then you have to answer the next question with a yes or no. And if you get through all of them without saying no comment, then you can ask me a question, which mm. I will answer honestly. All right. Okay. You ready? Sure. Cool. Um, have you ever created a fake account on social media to stalk someone? No. Have you ever actually stalked someone? On social media? No, just anyone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever pooped in your pants? Yes. Have you ever thrown batteries away instead of recycling them? Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I still do. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever shoplifted? Yeah. Have you ever stolen from someone you know? No. Have you ever lied in a job interview? Yes. You made it! <laughs> you <Tight>. won! <laughs> you can ask me a question. Okay. Um, oh no. (laughs) Have you ever stalked someone? Uh, I haven't stalked someone, but I've shown up to somewhere that I know someone was going to be. Oh yeah, everybody does that, duh. Yeah. Oh, you're here? But not like, not an ongoing month long kind of thing, but just like a, I'm going to try to see this person. Yeah. So... Kind okay. of, I guess. <laughs> not really. <laughs> oh, it's not. But I'll say whenever like I've done, I, I, whenever I've done that, and I don't really do that now because the bad feeling. I, whenever I've done that, I show up and I immediately get so much anxiety, and I'm like, oh, this was a mistake. Oh yeah. So it's yeah. almost like that internal thing of just feeling bad made me realize, like, this is why I should. This do is it. not natural. It feels bad. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Ever. Um, thank where, you for having me. I feel whoa, like we should shake hands. Should shake hands. <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on the internet uh, at Ever Maynard, uh, E-V-E-R-M-A-I-N-A-R. 
RD. Uh, sometimes people put a Y. And, and you've got a movie out? Yeah. The called, oh, yeah, called The Feels. Um, you can see that right now on Video On Demand and on iTunes. It's really good. Amazon. Very funny. I saw it on a big screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, at yeah. The Egyptian Thank Theater. you for coming. Um, yeah, so I'm in that. You can see that. See me in that. Yeah. Of course. I forgot that it was out. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> He's got so many projects. You know, I know. Can't get back <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.